Our focus must be riveted on the Savior and His gospel. It is mentally rigorous to strive to look unto Him in every thought. But when we do, our doubts and fears flee. When we draw His power into our lives, both He and we will rejoice. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Doubt Not, Fear Not, where we will be talking about dating. My name is Kardinia and I'm here joined with the Tepakis, who I've been privileged to serve with as my media coordinators at the FSY that has just passed. But before we go on, I'll have them introduce themselves. Hey, kia ora everyone. My name is uh, Tiatoki Tepaki, aka T Drizzle. Uh, for those who want to know my street name, <laughs> yeah, I'm from the Auckland Ward and I am a high school teacher. Kia ora koutou. My name is Tarina Tepaki. I am also from Auckland Ward, but I originally grew up in Titulani, Avondale Titulani Ward, which is now called Faux River and Waitakere. I am an early childhood teacher and been teaching in ECE for about seven years now, and I love it. I work with the preschoolers, and yeah, I love helping kids get ready for school. Nice. All right. Thanks, guys, for joining us today. So I know you've mentioned this at FSY, how both of you met. But for those who are listening, how did you two meet and who made the first move? Mm. There's two stories to this. There's um, Tadim's story and there's uh, <laughs> Truth. Of course. And so <laughs> we're grateful for this opportunity to talk about dating. So we started dating in 2017. It all started at the beautiful Institute of Religion. So, brothers and sisters, go to the Institute, and you'll find your one there. <laughs> and so, Tadina, what, what happened there? Yeah, so, we had our classes. Tetoki was actually a Institute teacher, mm-hmm. but I didn't go to his class. I was attending the mission prep class. Yep. And then, oh, actually, before that time, we had a steak YSA temple trip Ooh. I went and visited the new church museum down mm. there and after institute I was talking about my experience with Tarina yeah. and she was saying how she'd like to go yeah. and I said that I was going back that weekend and I said oh if you want to come with me then we can go and that was that yeah that and- was that and so <laughs> I thought about it and said okay why not yeah. and then yeah. later that night I was like Hey, in case you didn't know, it's a date. <laughs> Straight to it. <laughs> and, no, no, I can act like, hey, you want to make this a date? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember, because I was in text, I was able to think about it for some more because I was actually waiting for my mission What do you have to think about? My mission papers. Yeah. And read a, okay, is it okay to date now while I'm waiting for my mission papers? Mm-hmm. Or... Should I just go on the stack? So I actually texted him back saying, Yeah, sure. Why oh. not? I thought about it. It's like, oh, there's no, no harm in that. And because I was really stressed and anxious about my call, I had gotten my mission papers back asking me to do other things in order for me to get a call. So mm. there was this back and forth thing, and I did not know whether I was going to go or not. So I was very anxious and Mm. Yeah, I prayed about it and it's like, yeah, go on a date. Say yes to that and yeah, he's a good guy. So we went to the church museum, had a good time. And and then afterwards when we got back home, 
She's like, can we go on another date? I'm like, oh, sister, I'm taking too much of my time. But we're like, sure. And then, yeah, we just kept dating until she finally... She finally left to on a mission, and then before yeah. she left on the mission, she was like, "Can you please wait for me?" I was like, <laughs> man, I'm, you know, you're, "Is that you're true, back, Tarina? You're cracking my spine." <laughs> Tell the truth. <laughs> okay, so then the more he emphasizes about something, the more he's twisting. <laughs> <laughs> we made a agreement. We'll, we'll stay friends, mm. and then if we're both single by the time she comes back. We'll, we'll see what happens. Mm, and, yeah. and it was funny because a couple of days after she came back, she sent me, because she had no phone, so she sent me a Facebook <laughs> message, I'm home. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I'm like, chill, relax. I like to take things slow. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, so that's why basically how we started dating. And... Yeah, and before I left, he even asked if it was okay if we emailed each other on the mission mm. and so it's like yeah that, that's okay we yeah. can share ideas we can help each other yeah. with spiritual experiences etc oh nice yeah. yeah but the main thing is throughout these emails we kept it strictly platonic mm. it was just friends it wasn't oh i miss you and even though if I got a hint of her trying to tell me that she missed me, I was no, like, cut it off. Sister, sister, man, relax, All right, so from that experience, what would you guys say would be the joys of dating? One thing we talked about this week was that companionship, having mm. someone there to talk about things, laugh. Mm. Definitely, because yeah. throughout my single days, I was so used to being independent. That I got used to doing everything on my own, mm-hmm. and so I never realized how much life could be a lot easier having that companionship. Yeah, so definitely companionship is the number one, having that person to rely mm-hmm. on. Number two is the experiences, mm-hmm. the things you will learn, especially when both of you have the same goal of marriage. One of the beautiful things is it's a hard thing as well is learning how to gel your two different personalities. I mean, we're the same in quite a few things, but in a lot of things, we're quite different. And that's okay. It's just how can we cohabitate together with these two different personalities? Even before I was dating you, I did date other people, but nothing serious. And one of those is, again, learning how other people live and learning how to properly talk to a lady. I learned that from dating other people and the best spots in Auckland. <laughs> Which one is the best thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those are the joys of dating. I guess going off of that, I can relate to how you guys seen enjoying other people's company. Yeah. Like I'm single right now. And it, <laughs> and it gets really lonely sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, part of the joys of dating is getting to know someone, mm. even if they're like opposite from you. Mm. It's just mm. like seeing how they see the world yeah, as well. Definitely. Yeah. I don't mean to jump the gun on this, but going with what you were saying is one thing that I had to learn while dating mm-hmm. is learning to date myself yep. and learning how to be alone. Yeah. 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 While I was dating different people at different times, there were some long droughts <laughs> and long days of loneliness. But at those times, it's important to learn how to be alone. Mm. Yeah. All right. So going from the joys of dating, what would you say would be the difficulties you saw when dating? What was hard for you guys? This experience doesn't just apply to us. I know it applies to a lot of people. Mm. And the thing is, when you're seriously dating someone, one of the most important things is to keep it between you, your partner, 
in the Lord and to learn to cut out external factors. You're going to have loving, caring people who want the best for you to give you advice. But a lot of times, uh, especially with us too, some, sometimes their advice kind of hurted us. Just going off of that, like having external opinions. I love my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like sometimes for me, I need a second opinion. Oh, and so yeah. I would always have to ask my friends, oh, this guy, you know, they did this and they did yeah. that. And they're like, oh, red flag. And I'm like, but like, oh wait, but like, he did this. And there's some yeah. pros to how the date went. And I'm like, yeah, but you have to consider that. And then sometimes it just changes my mindset on this person. Mm. So I guess that would be a difficulty in dating. And yeah. Taking someone else's opinion yeah. would really, like how you said, keep it between you, the person, and the Lord. Yeah, 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 definitely. I guess in the context of our one that I just gave, I was giving advice when you're in a serious relationship. But when you're dating, you're trying to figure someone else, having that one trusted or maybe two trusted person that you can rely on mm -hmm. uh, but again the main thing that you want to try to figure out when dating someone is how do you personally feel when you're around them mm. if you feel a bit iffy and you don't know what it is but you're still going to date them perhaps take a back seat take a pause on this until you try to figure out your feelings mm. yeah. i agree with that i just remember one expert said and i did go through quite a few struggles with mm. dating and I told him that experience, he actually suggested that I talk with one of our good friends oh, yeah. and so I thought about it and I didn't know whether to talk to him because normally I don't really talk to people I just really keep it within myself it's hard to <laughs> open up to others that's true yeah, yeah. and so Eventually, I picked up the courage and confidence to text this person and ask, hey, is it okay if we had some time to just talk about something? And then she said, yeah, that's fine. Mm. We organised the time and then we were talking. She knew to talk very well mm. from Rise Days. She, he would hang out with her and her husband quite often. Yeah, I'll sleep at the so house. She knew a lot about him. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she knew me as well. And so I was talking about the situation I was in and not knowing what to do. Yeah. And it was basically, we talked about our relationship together. And then she shared with me some things about some minuses as well, positive. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I really admired about what she mentioned was she didn't tell me what to do. She just listened and then she asked questions mm. and she involved the Spirit, she involved the Saviour. And that made me feel that I was in control of the relationship. Mm -hmm. I wasn't pressured by her to end the relationship yeah. or to keep it going. And so, yeah, I think from that relationship, obviously, it made me a bit more confident because she was there listening, yeah. she understood my concerns and worries. And, yeah. Different. Maybe she asked questions. Yeah. yeah. And I, there's a big difference between asking someone for advice about the relationship and just ranting about your partner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very big difference. And so one of the things that me and Tadina had agreed is that we will never rant yeah. about each other to other people. We may say something, we may talk about a certain situation to help further understand the situation that we're in, 
but we'll never talk bad about each other. Mm. And that lasts throughout yeah. our marriage as well. And, you know, sometimes it gets tempting. Sometimes yeah. your partner <laughs> annoys you so much. You're like, I'm guilty of that. <laughs> <laughs> this person, oh, you solid. Yeah, we are not we are not that couple. We're mm. not going to blast them on social media or whatever. This is personal. It's yeah. between us. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good point to have not to talk bad about yeah. someone yeah. that you're dating and that's a good point that you mentioned to talk to someone who knows both sides yeah. instead of having a biased opinion mm, definitely. Yeah. and someone that's outside the family mm. yes but still a really good friend yeah, yeah definitely yeah. nice just going along with that what part did the savior play while you guys were dating you did yeah. mention it before how you guys when you were talking to your friend, how she involved the saviour with yeah. him. Yeah. Mm. Yes, definitely. She said, don't forget to pray about it mm. and involve him and just take time. I was also thinking about this while we were dating was like being a mentor. Someone that's on the side allowing us to make our own decisions and choices, but at the same time reminding us of who we are and who we can become. And reminding me of the good and comfortable times that we've been together and how he makes me feel. And so anything that's good is always from God, right? Mm -hmm. We're always knowing that. Definitely. And I think having a reminder of the atonement to partake in the sacrament has been a key thing for us. Sometimes we make a mistake and we we try not to linger on it. We try to learn from it. And that's the thing about the Saviour is that the Saviour is all about progression. It's all about efforts, and by keeping him in the center, we too are able to humble ourselves, or Tadina more than me, humble ourselves and direct our attention. So, hypothetically, we get into the argument or disagreement by always focusing on what truly matters. The Savior is able to remind, to redirect that, and kind of points out it's not so much about who is who is right. But what is right, yeah. And so, at the beginning of our marriage, we went to marriage counselling. Not because we had issues, but we just wanted to make sure that we are doing everything right. And sometimes it was good to have that ref in the middle. And so, every time we see her, like, she made me! And we went to toy and then sometimes she'll be, she'll be like, oh yeah, just took a year right. I told you, I got you! And then sometimes she'll be like, oh, just took a year right. like, ah, yeah, okay then. But because of that, the saviour is about growth, is about effort. Mm. So yeah, shout out to our marriage counsellor, Charlotte Watini. Hit her up if you're keen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so how important do you think it is to include the saviour within the choices you make? It is quite important. For me, it's usually 100%. He's our saviour. He wants to be involved. He wants to help you because he knows your pain. He was crucified for you and me. Mm Mm-hmm for all of us and he knows exactly how we all feel. Earlier we talked about a relationship that's not just between you and your partner but also with God and so if you can imagine a triangle Mm -hmm. and so God is at the top, you're on the left side and then your partner's on the right. Mm -hmm. I know for sure that when each partner strives to draw closer to God and focus Mm -hmm. on the Saviour then things get much better. Life mm-hmm. gets a little bit easier. Life is still hard. But it's easier. Yeah. It's, it's a bit easier than doing it alone. I guess it's also important because the Saviour or Heavenly Father will also let you know if that person's the right person that you'll be spending eternity yeah, exactly. with. Yeah. yeah. So going on with dating, 
Let's talk about first dates. What are the do's and don'ts for a first date? Mm. What are the uh, don'ts is okay. don't break the law, Chastity. That's a big no. No, no Tuesday in a in a park car at night in the dark. <laughs> oh, it just reminded me of an experience that um. <laughs> Oh, not experience. Oh, your, your experience. <laughs> experience. I think someone shared it during our um, institute class because I'm taking the dating and courtship class. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she said, if a guy parks up, that's when you get out of the car and run. We always try to base our dates in daylight. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. When the sun's out and there's people around. And it's not that we don't trust ourselves, it's just how to maintain the spirit and trying to enjoy each other's company without any thoughts of temptation. Mm, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Talking to each other about our ex- expectations. Mm. I remember when I came back from my mission, one of our first dates we went on was a picnic to a beach near yep. Mission Bay. Yep. What's the name? Uh, Okahu. Okahu. Yeah. As so we're sitting down, having a little picnic, no, Tetsuki came prepared. <laughs> yeah. He was very prepared for everything. And then... That's what I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then there's one question he asks, what would be my expectations mm-hmm. for us dating? Because that's when we became boyfriend and girlfriend as well. Oh. And so he wants to know... Oh, on the first date? Oh, because you guys did yeah. it before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so then... I remember just saying to follow the church standards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's a really important thing for our listeners out there is that you're dating someone that wants the same thing as you. If you're going to date Mr. Pretty Boy <laughs> and he's just dating you for the fuck of it, drop him. Yeah, don't yeah, waste your drop time. Drop him, yeah, don't waste yeah. your time. And yeah, definitely set some clear expectations. It's not that the conversation that everybody's trying to avoid the where is this heading is the what's our expectations in this courtship so that you're both on the same page and you're not having to have this needless disagreements oh he didn't come pick me up for kongai or whatever and <laughs> so at least you if you have the conversation from the get-go then boom so because we started dating just a couple of days after someone got offered <laughs> to all my rms that are <laughs> that are watching this one funny thing about Tadina when she first got on a mission is that she was still in missionary mode and it really annoyed me. For example, she'll be like, oh, how's your day? And I'll be like, oh, man, the students, man, they really bothered me. And she'll be like, and that's why the Lord <laughs> gave us trials so that we may conquer. I was listening to a general conference talk from out of um, Ustoth that talked about trials and he said, I was like, and it got to the point where I was like, can you stop that? <laughs> Don't be that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All that room, like, relax, eh? Relax. <laughs> I was a big believer, and if it's the first date, mm-hmm. and you're not sure if you're going to have dates after this, keep it cheap, keep it minimal, mm-hmm. keep it to a couple of hours. Yeah. yeah? True. I've seen a lot of my friends, they go something simple, I walk through the park, feeding the birds, and buy some fish and chips, boom. Going up on the Mount Eden, painting the sunset, that's nice and cheap. Mm. You don't want to go straight in. You don't need to go over budget. Be creative, mm. but keep it simple. Yeah. Remember that the main point is not to be flashy, yeah. but to have this experience and learn more about this person. Yes, Yeah. definitely. 
Yeah, and to the girls out there, don't expect too much from the guy. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably broke, but you know, they don't want to say that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Oh, plus, the guys are probably just as nervous as yeah. us as girls, girls yeah. as well. So, All right. be kind. Exactly. Well, it seems like we've been talking about dating members within the church. What are you guys' thoughts on dating non-members? Okay. I'll, I'll start. Maybe for me personally, I don't have much experience mm-hmm. in that because I don't really date. I only dated this guy who's now my husband. Oh, yeah. She's only dated me. <laughs> and she had the jackpot to tame. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you can't date in my year 12 bull. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. But date. That's, yeah. that's, that's just about some, it. Yeah. Okay. Dating members versus dating non-members. This guy has all the experiences. This is a tricky one. Now, to be honest, this is something that I've been thinking a lot about throughout my YSA days. According to church culture, I got married pretty late, in my late 20s. And so I've been thinking about it a lot. The majority of the people that I've dated have been non-members. I've only dated a few sprinkles of members. So I've been on both sides. And it's, it's a tricky conversation because no matter what you say, you're probably going to end up offending someone. And so I always think about, well, what is the right thing? Because I've had close friends, Laura's one of them, close friends, family members, who have dated non-members, and now they've gone through the temple. Mm -hmm. So obviously, in some instances, it works. So the thing that we think about is, what is the right guideline, or what's the right thing? And so I think about it like this. I I imagine myself, speaking to my future daughter mm-hmm. yeah and she also comes to me and says dad should i date this non-member and so i think about saying this it depends on what your end goal is mm-hmm. yeah it depends on what your end goal is if your end goal is just like us to marry to the temple and to receive exaltation okay then things will be a little bit different and so if that is your end goal then by dating a member of the church, a worthy priesthood holder, you achieving their goal, you're going to have a high success rate and it's going to be a lot easier for you. But when it comes to, let's say, if she ends up, Daddy, I'm in love with this non-member. Can I date him? And this is what I'll say to her. I'll say to her, there are a lot of great non-members out there. Mm -hmm. And I hope that whoever you want, this person that you want to date, exhibits those qualities that we've taught you and if they do that's great and i say that if you want to date this non-member there's one condition that you need to meet and that condition is you need to have the talk at the beginning of the courtship about what his end goal is yeah because if he just wants to marry you for death do you apart but you want to get married for all time eternity even though they sound the same thing they're two different goals. And so you must be willing to drop him. Yeah. And even part of that condition is if you're dating this non-member, before you date him, ask yourself, are you strong enough that when you find out that this person doesn't want to join the church, get married in the temple, are you strong enough to walk away? Because mm. let's be honest, those feelings, love can be a powerful feeling. And so that's why Alma says, bridle your passions. And so if you're sitting there thinking, should I date a non-member? Well, are you strong enough to walk away from the relationship 
if it doesn't go towards exaltation. And if you're not strong enough, then you don't go down that road. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you are, and be honest with yourself, if you feel like you are, and there's a possibility that this person is going to join the church, then go for it. But again, you shouldn't leave your eternal salvation up to chance. Now again, a lot of people have dated non-members, it works out for them, sometimes it does And for those people who doesn't, perhaps they should have had the conversation at the beginning of the relationship before those powerful feelings develop. Mm. Yeah. What do you think about hearing that? Uh, well, the only non-member relationship I've had was in high school. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, mom and dad, if you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you said, there are different standards. Yeah. And growing up, I've always wanted to get married in the temple. Yeah. And... Obviously, when someone doesn't have the same perspective, it kind of puts you off. Mm. Like, for me, it's kind of a put-off in the relationship. And I'm just like, oh, well, I don't really want this then. Yeah. Like how you said, because I wasn't strong enough to let it go. So yeah. I just knew from the beginning, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to say goodbye. And if it's meant to be, it'll happen. Mm. But, yeah, it is hard because yeah. my brothers, I'm not going to call them out. <laughs> they are dating, well, my brother's married to a non-member. And my other brother is dating a non-member. And... You can see there's a delay mm. of getting married because I know my other brother wants to get married in the temple. But, you know, some non-members are open to the gospel. Yeah. And it's like a pro in dating a non-member. Hastening the work of yeah, the yeah, Lord. Yeah. So I guess yeah, there are pros and cons to it, but yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm open to it yeah. if he was willing to. Yeah, gospel, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And again, it's about setting those expectations. Mm. Uh, our bishop, as a prime example, has now wife told them straight up from the beginning of the relationship if you are not willing to join the church and take me through the temple there's no way and so as he thought about it for a bit and look at him now he's Mr. Bishop yeah? <laughs> then, and again it's about setting those expectations and I know sometimes in your heart oh but he has the most fantastic blue ocean eyes and the blonde hair and <laughs> hey it don't matter Okay. Temporal happiness. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. temporal happiness, okay? <laughs> Looks fade. Okay? Looks fade. Yeah, we all go old. We <laughs> <laughs> all get wrinkly. No. <laughs> and actually to add on to that, the reason why I said why this would be a fatherly advice that I'll give, I'll then tell my daughter my you know, future daughter. But ultimately, sweetie, it's up to you. Mm. And whatever you do will support you. Yeah. And I think that's how Heavenly Father feels. He would like us to date members of the church. But then, if we don't, he will continue to love us. Yeah. All right. Okay, so what advice do you feel would be helpful for others to know about dating? Some of the things I learned is from them. Shout out to Tasha and Abedadai. <laughs> uh, number one, wash your personal inventory. So if you imagine going shopping, what are the things, what are the qualities in your partner that you will like? But also, what are the qualities that you want to exhibit? Everybody wants to date Prince Charming, but not much are willing to work to be at the same level as Prince Charming. What do you bring to the table? You're asking, okay, I want my partner to bring this to the table. What are you going to bring to the table? And that's why at the beginning we say it's important to date yourself. Mm -hmm. Work on yourself, become better. But even then, you're not going to be perfect as long as you're willing to grow together. Which actually leads on to my next point, and this is something that helped me with Selena is, I don't know where I got this, I think I got this from a book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Brother Steve Covey, 
And basically, Brother Steve Covey says that there are two circles, right? Everybody has two circles, an outer circle and an inner circle. The outer circle is what we call the outward personality. And the inward circle is what we call the inward character. Now, a lot of us, we focus on the outward personality, things that we can see. But what truly matters is the inward character, because the inward character will affect the outward personality. One example is sense of humor, right? A sense of humor is something that I wanted. Yeah? Someone that has a good sense of humor. And so that's an outward personality. But if the inward character sucks and it's not good, that sense of humor turns into belittling, mm-hmm. turns into hurtful roasting, whereas the inward character is positive, they're a worthy priesthood holder, they try to be, do their best to stay true to the standards, then that sense of humor turns into something positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so my advice out there is sometimes ask yourself, to all, our, to all of our listeners, ask yourself, are you focusing too much on the outward personality? Yeah. And so, um, funny story, when it came to when I came to finally asking Tanina out on a date, it was because my friends and everyone was telling me you should ask her on a date for ages. I was like, oh, nah, nah. And because I was focusing on, well, I thought that she was too quiet. I thought she was too quiet. I thought her. He was too loud. I thought her. her I thought her small talk was a little bit average, and so no, and so what I realized is that these things that I'm seeing on her, that's a problem with my attitude. Mm. Yeah, and it wasn't until our first date that I thought I'll give her like a first proper date. I'll give her a chance, and then she surprised me. Yeah, she absolutely surprised me. Which leads up to point number three. Give that person in the friend zone a chance. Yeah? Give that person in the friend zone a chance. When I was dating, I lived by the rule. At least give them one date. Yeah? And so with Tarina, if I didn't live that by that rule, Shanda, I won't be here talking to you guys. <laughs> yeah? I would not be married. As I lived by that rule, Tarina was in my friend zone. But for Tanina, I was in her heaven zone. Actually, yeah, her <laughs> celestial zone, yeah. Her husband material zone. <laughs> and so I gave her that one chance. I was like, impress me. Now, Jax. I gave her the chance. And then even then, even though at that time I wasn't attracted to her, mm-hmm. I still gave that day my all. And so that that person in the friend zone could be that one person. If you just gave them a chance. And if you at least gave them a chance, at least you know. And who knows what could change. And I noticed, uh, Kadenia, when I said that, you started squirming and... You gotta feed people in your friends, though, eh? <laughs> Maybe just a handful. <laughs> <laughs> no. I did like your first point, what you guys would bring to the table. Yeah. I remember in one of my institute classes, they did base one of you're dating on one of the talks, what like I it. And it just reminds me of the story in the New Testament where the disciples of Jesus Christ are asking, what am I lacking? And instead of asking what's wrong with that person that you're dating, yeah. ask yourself, what can I do to improve? Because I need to do better. Yeah. Everyone else needs to. Yeah. We're all improving each and every day. Yeah. And yeah, so just keep improving yourself so that you could be better for someone and then you'll find someone who matches your energy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I thought of it. With the friend zone, 
I work on that. <laughs> <laughs> and I get it. I get it. It's hard to give someone a chance when you're not attracted to them. Yeah. But that's why I say at least give them one date. Yeah. At least give them one date. And don't go, date, oh, I'm going to get this date over and done with. Like, mm-hmm. actually give it a go. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it might surprise you. And I think, actually, if you study up on the apostles, a lot of them were in the friend zone with their wives. Wow. Yeah. A lot of their wives didn't like them at first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so to the guys out there, there's hope. <laughs> don't worry about but, that. Um, what, are you in the friend zone? Possibly. Oh! <laughs> now I'm too good to be in the friend zone. <laughs> Some dating advice. I guess for the girls, always remember you're a daughter of God. Mm-hmm. To the guys, remember you're a son of God. See what I mean? She's what? still a missionary, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, that was good. No, I was just going to say. That's good advice. That's good advice. <laughs> Ignore him, but. <laughs> yeah. And so, the reason why I say that is, Cal, my husband, talked about how he was kind of a bit right to date someone who was quieter than him. For me, and I looked at Tutuki and all his mates that he hung around with, they all laughed loudly, they all made these jokes, sometimes did all these silly things together, all these silly things. And so <laughs> when I look at myself, I'm the opposite to that. If I'm dating this guy, am I worthy of him? Mm-hmm. Am I good enough for him? And so there's been, there, were, there were some moments where... I thought that maybe we shouldn't be together because of that. Mm-hmm. But then when I thought about it again, if I remember that I'm a daughter of God, then he can help me to know that, hey, you don't have to be like them in order for someone to like me. Mm-hmm. If I just focus on who I am, and that, yes, I do like humour as well, that I don't have to do it in the way that they do it. Mm-hmm. I don't have to loud as loudly as they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to add on to that, yeah, because Tarina is is very different compared to all the other girls that I've dated. And even some of my close friends are like, bro, she's very different. She's not your usual type. And how you would know if you're dating the right person is that other people will begin to notice positive change within you. Tarina, uh, I think uh, I remember you were saying your sister had noticed that you were being more confident oh, yeah. and you were talking a bit more. And then with me, my mum told Tarina, I noticed that my son's becoming more patient. <laughs> 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 and so you, when you're dating the right person, these positive changes will come through. Don't worry about trying to find... Um, the one. Yeah, oh, the one or trying to find someone that's the same as you. Me and Tanina were quite different. And she keeps saying, oh, all of our friends are loud and stuff. But you know what's funny is that even though I'm loud and I'm pretty good at talking. And int- yeah, whatever. <laughs> I am not the social one. The person that would rather stay home and play PlayStation. Whereas Tanina, she likes to go out and be with people and stuff. And so... Even though I'm the loud one, she's the more social one. Oh, so yeah. there's that balance, eh? Yeah, yeah. And, she's, and often she's the one that's telling me, come on, we better go. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> so we balance each other out. Mm. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. I know a lot of why I say deal with insecurities. Like, you know how you said, yeah. wondering if I was ever good enough for that person. Because yeah. I know me and my friend, we had this conversation and 
she was expressing to me how she felt about this one guy and I was like, oh yeah, it seems like it's going well and she was like, yeah, but I feel so insecure and I was like, oh, I see what you mean because I guess it's just hard because you assume what kind of person they would want today mm. and then you try mm. to like make yourself into that person yeah. so not really being yourself yeah so i guess that's one important thing is just how you said to date yourself know who yeah. you are as a person yeah. so you don't have to change for someone else yeah definitely yeah, yeah. and actually one of the reasons why it's important to be yourself mm. right from the get-go while dating is because when you eventually get married and you eventually be yourself your partner's going to be shocked oh actually i was in love with that person who you were trying to be mm. yeah just just wrapping up just know who you are mm-hmm. just know that no one is perfect, but always just try to yeah. be the best you can. Yeah. And then when you, when you do find someone that you're dating and it begins to be serious, my big advice in that point is you do you. Mm-hmm. Don't try to do what Bobby and Jane did with their relationship. or and Because a lot of people are going to be comparing your relationship to other people's relationship. Yeah. And that's the same thing that happened with us. Yeah. I like to take my time. And so we dated for a year and a bit. Yeah, but for Six us, they get yeah, they get yeah, like yeah. or even like three months. Yeah, no, yeah. They get into it, and I guess ha- there's really good reasons for that. Why people get if they found the one, why muck around? Mm-hmm. Just get to the next phase. Whereas me and I really did first sorry for Tim because Tim got the brunt of it. I just <laughs> like to take my time, and when we finally did August fifteenth, when they announced that they were going to a second lockdown, I was like, okay. We're going to our second lockdown. We're going to lock down this girl then. And <laughs> finally made the move. And we didn't stay engaged long. We got engaged August 15th. and got married in December 15th. Nice. Yeah. And again, don't try to compete with other people. Mm-hmm. Don't try to be better than them. Yes, you okay. do you. Even when you eventually start preparing your wedding, you don't need a big extravagant wedding unless you can do that. Mm-hmm. We kept our simple chapel. We barely spent a few thousand dollars. Yeah. And even with the presents, we asked for no presents. We actually we, asked everyone to bring cans of food. Cans of food. And we donated, we donated to the city it. mission. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's sweet. All right, so just to wrap this all up, what additional advice would you give to those who are struggling with the idea of dating or are worried or have that fear about dating? That is a tough question. When it, comes to, when it comes to life in general, you are the creator of your own success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you are sitting there complaining, oh, nobody wants to date me, well, what are you doing about it? <laughs> yeah? Mm-hmm. I remember, I have a good friend who was like, having a moan about how much weight he had gained, and while he was moaning, I was watching him eat a chocolate cake. And I was like, <laughs> well, what are you doing about it? You're the one upset about it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, that applies to dating. Get out there, date yourself, uh, make active choices, get to institutes, get to church activities, meet other people. And eventually, hopefully, mm-hmm. some will come along. I guess in saying that, I know it can be very hard, mm. very hard for those yeah. that are still single and still haven't found someone yet. I know a few <laughs> sisters that haven't had that opportunity. But one thing that I admire about them is how they still are active in the church, mm-hmm. how they are still able to find ways to serve, to love. And those are those ladies who help you to mm-hmm. be better as well. See the gospel shining in their life. So and true. as much as it's probably hard to understand mm-hmm. or to grasp, there's a plan for 
everyone. Heavenly Father has a plan. But we always hear, and like I said, it might be very hard to grasp or to understand mm. why some people aren't able to have this right there now. But Heavenly Father promises all of us that well, mm-hmm. everyone will get what they want. Definitely. And just to add on to that, I think King Benjamin says something along the lines of, don't run more than you have strength. Yeah. You know how you said it just to get out there? Yeah. It's easier said than done, yeah, that's for sure. Mm. I remember when I was ready to get married, mm. but then I was just sitting at home doing nothing. <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah, he'll come. I was just relying too much on the Lord, making him bring him to me yeah. when I'm supposed to like, look for myself as well. Do put yourself out there, but don't be too much to the point where yeah. everyone will label you as this person who's yeah. just ready Definitely. to it. Yeah. And like to talk, you take your time. <laughs> but don't take too yeah. long. <laughs> and again, that, that comes up to don't comparing yourself yeah. to other people. Yeah. All right. Well, that's us for today. Thank you to Toki and Terina for um, for having us. Thank you for joining us. And we hope everyone can take away something from this episode about dating. And hopefully your dating lives improve. Doubt Not, Fear Not podcast series has been produced out of the Auckland Institute building with contributions from young adults across New Zealand. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend to direct others to this podcast or listen to other episodes in this series or to enroll in the institute class associated with the podcast. See our website at doubtnotfearnot.podbean.com. This recording is not an official publication of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The views expressed are those of the participants and are neither the official doctrine nor the official teachings of the church.